This is Channel 253. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. Hi, this is Marguerite at Move to Tacoma. We were interviewing Saul Farber from People GIS about the tech scene in Tacoma. Um, but the week that we were interviewing was the week after the attacks on the synagogue in Pittsburgh. And since Saul is a member of the Jewish community here in Tacoma, we ended up having a conversation about that. So we are going to present that interview to you now. Um, <laughs> but since it was the second part of another conversation, we might be referencing an episode that you haven't actually heard. So you're not you're not crazy. Um, here's a standalone conversation with Saul Farber. I'm Marguerite, and I want you to move to Tacoma. Move to Tacoma. Move to Tacoma. Move to Tacoma. You'll like it. Move to Tacoma. Move to Tacoma. Move to Tacoma. Dot com. All right. We are back with Saul Farber. Part two. Um, we've been talking about technology because Saul owns People GIS and lives here in Tacoma. But um, Saul, you are also a member of Tacoma's Jewish community. <laughs> Saul That's just, true. Let the record show that Saul just <laughs> nodded at me. I did. I <laughs> nodded at you. That is that is true. So when Saul came in this morning, I was like, uh, you know what we've never talked about on Move to Tacoma ever is the Jewish community in Tacoma. And I think, you know, I had your uncle Steph on the podcast a while back and you said, well, why didn't you ask Steph about it? And I was like, I don't know. And in the context of everything that's been happening in the world right now with what's happening in our country, um, at the time of this recording, um, last week was when the attack on the synagogue in Pittsburgh happened and 11 people were murdered. Um I'm feeling like this is something I want to talk about. Are you willing to talk about this? Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to talk about this. Okay. So I don't I, – I, first I just want to say, like, I'm not exactly sure how to talk about this. Like, I've always just – like, I was raised Roman Catholic. I don't know a lot about Judaism. And growing up in Pierce County, I don't know a lot of Jewish people. Or, like, maybe I do, but we're not talking about Judaism when we hang out, right? It's not like um, we grew up in Queens, right, where sure. there's a large Jewish population and I'm much more likely to be, like, knowledgeable about all things Jewish. Sure. But now I'm realizing I don't want my ignorance or my lack of understanding to be in any – like, to in any way not be supporting our Jewish community here. How do we make sure that Jews in Tacoma – like know that they're welcome and feel supported by non-Jews. Sure, uh, that's a that's a very broad question. Yeah, and sorry, I, Saul. Thanks okay. for thanks for being willing to engage. No <laughs> worries. Um, so I'll preface this by saying this is a, this is definitely a messy conversation to walk into, and so I I uh, um, I I can I can speak only for myself, uh, but I think that I'm going to need you to speak for the entire Jewish community right. in the world. Well, so. <laughs> but there, that said, that there are I think one way that um, that even you personally could could support the Jewish community um, is that we do have leaders. There are Jewish leaders in this community, and there mm. are faith leaders within the community who are comfortable speaking across um, right. uh, some of some of the range of of support and discrimination issues that um, that that exist in this in this area um, the um, I am most closely connected to Temple Bethel which is a reformed Jewish community a reformed Jewish uh, synagogue uh, in uh, it's on South 12th and Mildred. Yep. Um, That's probably the one most of us know about because it's the one we drive past, sure. right? Is yep. there are there any other Jewish temples there, in Tacoma? There is. There's a. Um, I am aware of also of the Chabad community in uh, West Tacoma, mm -hmm. um, which is a uh, Chabad is a, another 
um, a, a community of, of Jewish faith and practice that is different and different looking than um, uh, than the Reform uh, Synagogue. You would you, services there would feel in some ways very similar and in other ways somewhat somewhat different. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, and and so there are leaders in the in the um, Hasidic community in the in the in Chabad. There are leaders in uh, in the Reform community. Uh, the Reform. Uh, uh, Synagogue leadership, Rabbi Cadden, is uh, and the, the Reform community is a member of Associated Ministries. So uh, our connection with a variety of other, I, I, I mean, now here I'm stepping outside of my my realm. Mainline Protestant and Catholic mm-hmm. denominations is relatively close. Mm-hmm. Um, around when there was, uh, there have been some graffiti and. Uh, um, Vandalism mm-hmm. uh, issues both at the um, and I said mainline Protestant and Catholic, but I I didn't say Islamic, but that is that that yeah. was an oversight. The uh, Islamic Temple in um, West at, in West Tacoma, yeah, right on the Tacoma UP line mm-hmm. on Jackson. There uh, mm-hmm. is also a member, I believe, of Associated Ministries. There have been um, interfaith di- There's a continuing interfaith dialogue between all those organizations. I, Potentially under the umbrella of associated ministries, I'm not 100 percent sure about that. And again, one thing that you or anybody who's in a position to open this dialogue in a public way could do would be to engage in, engage these leaders, engage uh, the Islamic community, engage the Jewish community, engage uh, Chabad, engage uh, the Reformed Jewish community, um, and 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 let people see that this although the numbers may not be great there are not by volume a whole lot of Jews in our community we are committed and we are connected and we we know our leaders and we have a, a structure of support and connection and information in and amongst ourselves we're not we're not uh, we may be diffuse but we're not uh, we're not disconnected um, so so uh, um, invite Rabbi Cadden. He's a good guy. He's in great stories, a great speaker, and in, in, an inspired and, and connected person. Um, awesome. So that would be one thing that I would say would be uh, to those of you who are looking to to support the Jewish community who have uh, an opportunity to engage in a wider conversation, uh, invite leaders in. Um, so does that? That's there's one answer, but that's kind of for you. Yeah. Um, one thing that I, I I have a question about. Sure. Is like I'm a lifelong Washingtonian. Sure. And I'm a white lady. Yeah. And so I grew up, you know, believing that I lived in like a really not racist place, you know, yeah. super progressive and everything's always fine. And I think over the last few years, I think a lot of people like me have come to realize how much we haven't seen, maybe how much we haven't wanted to see. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there have been many aspects of this in my personal life as I'm trying to like, you know, understand my own internalized racism and all these things. And what I'm realizing when it comes to the Jewish community, as I think about what's happening in, in, here in Tacoma, like is I've always just kind of been like, well, of course, yeah, we've got some Jewish people and they're perfectly happy and I'm perfectly, everybody's fine. And I'm recognizing now that that might not be true. And that like if they, if people were feeling afraid, would they feel comfortable speaking out about it in Tacoma? How do we like you're, you're saying, like give a platform basically is what you're saying to the different religious leaders in the community to have these conversations and to to talk about how their congregants are feeling like but what what else can we do as neighbors and you know sure. as two people talking on a podcast like what can we talk about to help people sort of connect yeah uh, I that's a really good um, really good question and I think that um, 
and it's one that challenges me a lot. Mm. When I when I look back into my history, I grew up in the north end of Tacoma. I uh, I I play white really good, right? So I'm I in fact I think if you ask like when I have to check off that box on any form, mm. I write down white male, right? Mm-hmm. So like when I heard Pearl Jam's verses, I thought white male American was about me, you know. So like the, the my identity is definitely very tied in both with a sense of myself as as a as a Jew or as a member of the Jewish faith, but also as a person um, and and that's a complicated thing unto itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then also as a white guy and and you know, and my my background is mixed. My dad was Jewish. My mom was didn't come from a Jewish faith. Uh, and so, you know, does that give me some sort of door? Like, do I get to, like, step out of my Jewish shoes sometimes and be yeah. like, oh, I'm not Jewish, right? Uh, I lived in Israel for the better part of a year um, when I was young uh, and and spoke Hebrew fluently at one point, although it's, maybe it's parked in there somewhere. <laughs> um, and that gives a really different view on Judaism too, right? right. So, like, as a person, my sense of, of what Judaism is, um, right. is is very broad and it's very, very different even than probably many of the Jews who live here in Tacoma, either – uh, members of, of uh, Chabad or members of the, the reform community. Being uh, Jewish isn't a monolith. No. Not all Jews think the same about everything. Yes. In fact, if you, yeah, that's right. In fact, if you get two Jews in the room, you have three opinions, <laughs> minimum. Uh, the, uh, but one thing that I would say that is generally helpful is so so to, to look at the practice of Judaism uh, is – Sometimes Judaism looks like something, right? Like you wear a kippah or you wear a, a yarmulke or mm. you wear a, a, a talit with a tzitzim on the end. Mm. You wear you wear a, a prayer shawl or you are, you're bowing or speaking in another language or you're congregating on days when other people aren't congregating, right? right. You know, you're, you're going to Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur or you're, you're, you're out in, in, in other ways. Um, and and then to move further, right, to look at the the traditional garb or the regular garb of of the Hasidic community is is different, right? Mm-hmm. And the way that they uh, pray and the way that they that their synagogue is organized is is different. And you know the uh, gentleman with with a black hat and a black suit on mm-hmm. and 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 longer hair, uh, it is. When I have my short crew cut, my quarter zip polo and or a quarter zip T-shirt <laughs> and my, you know, REI pants on, like I, I look like a white guy, right? Yeah. I mean, I am a white guy. Yeah. And when I look – but the same me looks different and I think I engender a different response when I when, – when you see a Jew and you identify somebody who is – who looks different than, than you – and uh, and um, I think one thing that individuals and people can do to support this more is to really be conscious and really recognize what does it feel like to you to see somebody who is different from you mm. in, the, in the sense that they are expressing their faith through their garb. They're expressing yeah. some sense of – some part of their identity through how they, how they look. There's not – I'm, I'm, I'm sure that I'm going to get some real bad emails, but there's not a strong modern Orthodox community here in Tacoma. Maybe I'm wrong about that um, and I would love to be wrong. Please email me. Uh, but uh, um, you know, modern people who are modern Orthodox wear a kippah, right? A, a generally a knitted kippah um, all the time. Yeah. And uh, 
you know, what does it mean to see somebody who's wearing a, you know, Mr. Rogers cardigan and jeans and loafers and a kippa, right? Like, yeah. is that is it, where is that on the spectrum? And how do you interact with somebody who's like that? And what about? And then to move further, what about? Uh, um, what about somebody who is a practitioner of the Islamic faith who covers who's wearing a headscarf who right. covers their head? Absolutely. Or or a or a um, somebody who's a member of the local Chabad community who is wearing a black suit and black hat. How do you, how does that how does that feel to you as an individual when you see that person? So the first work is sort of like internal work, like yeah. where is my own understanding and comfort, and like how much have I intentionally educated myself? Yeah, and about you, people that. May, it might not if we like like I said if we lived in Queens we might be exposed more to different types of people whereas we're a little more homogenous in Tacoma yeah. at least religiously and how and 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 I think that that it's both um, it's both important to recognize that we're more a little bit more homogenous religiously or even even. Uh, we may not be as homogenous religiously as we think uh, we are, but mm-hmm. we don't look like it. That right? is such. A, thank you, Saul. I feel yeah. like you already said that, and you just kind of had to say it to me again. No, no, no. But I and I really appreciate that because that's kind of the whole point, right? Is people might be feeling like, and no, now I'm making something up. So tell me if I'm wrong. Sure. But like, do people do you think that some people maybe feel the pressure to? I'm making air quotes like pass or something like maybe not to wear their headscarf, not to wear their kippa because mm, maybe in Tacoma I don't feel as comfortable doing that. Like I've had uh, cl- uh, friends uh, and clients who are gay men who say, oh, there's certain parts of Tacoma where I'll walk hand in hand with my partner and there are certain parts of Tacoma where I absolutely will not. Do you feel that way? Do you think maybe other people feel that way? It's hard, hard for me to speak for other people. Um I, I think that Tacoma is a rem, a remarkable and accepting place mm-hmm. for people of all faiths. And and I think that on the spectrum of that, I, I am deeply proud and happy to be a part of this community. I think we do we do a, a an excellent job comparatively. Mm-hmm. That said, what can you do in light of the Pittsburgh murders? What can you do Absolutely. in light of the Pittsburgh attack? Look at yourself and say – what does it feel like to me? Just hold your consciousness around what does it feel like to me to see people in my community who don't look like me? Yeah. And what – how does that feel? And and I'm not – I'm not going to tell you how to feel about that, right? I mean like um, – and I don't, and I'm not sure that there that there's a there's an answer in the direction of me telling anybody how to feel about that. But but just be acknowledge that feel feel mm. how you feel and 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 you know you don't have to clam up or feel I need to be politically correct or say oh you know this the way I'm supposed to believe is this or the mm. way I'm the, the way that you know my, my I'm a I'm a social liberal so that that person wearing a headscarf right there is that's totally fine I'm just gonna be I'm gonna sum up my I'm going to grit my abs and I'm going to put my <laughs> fists in front of my belly and I'm going to say this is yeah. great it's, multiculturalism is fantastic mm-hmm. how do you really feel mm-hmm. and feel that and be honest and authentic in that conversation with yourself and and let that guide some kind of engagement do you want you know does that mean that you want to know more what you know do you do you uh I never got the high holidays off for school and mm-hmm. sometimes I went and sometimes I didn't you yeah. know and and uh um it always, you know, felt a little, you know, having to explain to kids, you know, here's what here's what Hanukkah is, and is it is it Jewish Christmas? Well, no, you know, um, you know, spoiler, Christmas also not Christian, what? right? Yule logs and <sighs> this and, is a big day right? for the Move to Tacoma podcast. Pagan uh, pagan trees and stuff, but anyway, <laughs> uh, the the. You know, I think that one thing that you can do is really just be be authentically uh, aware of what it's like to have people of different uh, uh, who look different 
uh, around you in the community. And and whether there has whether there is pressure um, externally to to not not look like your faith or look like your your tradition. I mean, yes and no. Uh, I'm sure that there is. I can't say that I've ever personally felt that way a lot. I've never. I, I have never felt uh, discriminated. I don't think that I've ever, um, ever in my in my entire life have I ever felt uncomfortable. Two times in my life, to be completely honest, I probably shouldn't say these, but I, my, the two honest times that I would say that I've been uncomfortable as a Jew were after the Pittsburgh shooting when I was like, oh, whoa, uh, that could have been Temple Bethel, mm-hmm. right? Like we do post mm-hmm. armed guards at the door at High Holidays, right? Which you is, do? There's the police. There's The police are there at the High, High Holidays. On High Holidays? Yeah, absolutely. I had no idea. Yep, How long has a, that been the case? Since I've been back. Wow. Uh, four but not years. when you were a kid. I don't remember it as a kid. Wow. I mean, again, that'd be a good question for Steph. Mm-hmm. Um, who I'll quote in a second here. So it was <laughs> was just recognizing, and I didn't feel like personally scared in the moment, but I was like, you know, that could have been any synagogue. And by the numbers, there's kind of one synagogue uh, that I, you know, it's one or two synagogues in Tacoma that would have been invaded and shot at, mm-hmm. right? Like there's a, a handful of them in Seattle. What maybe five or six mm-hmm. in Seattle? Like mm-hmm. there it is, right? Like that by the numbers, if 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 a if a wingnut is going to do something dumb, um, a local gonna, wingnut, if a local wingnut is going to murder people because they're Jewish. That it would be at a at a. They don't have service. very many choices. They don't have a lot of choices. So that that brought that a little bit home for me. Mm-hmm. And the other time was when uh, our current administration came to power, mm-hmm. and I I all of a sudden uh, um, you know think about uh, what does it mean to identify and and what does it mean to identify as as a Jew. And is this the frog boiling in the water, right? You know, yeah, do I is yeah. this where I'm ignoring something where my my great grandfather came in the late in the early 1900s uh, and settled in Tacoma, and he and many of his brothers came over, but um, some did not, and those that did not are not alive. They are mm-hmm. all they were all from Belarus or uh, um, Poland or Russia as a part of the. Uh, world that sort of the borders have moved, and and there's no there's no no indication that any of them survived the Holocaust. So they are all that that branch of the family is probably dead or scattered. You know, there's be no way to find them. Um, and there's some letters I think from the 30s when they were communicating uh, yeah. up until until the end of that. And uh, you know, so so that those are the two times in my life when I think I I really would say. Um, that there was there was any any real concern about that, and I've traveled. I've walked over the Israeli border to Jordan and took a yeah. taxi in uh, from an Arab taxi driver up to Petra. You know, like on foot, with you know. But that's an environment where you might feel a little more on guard. You might have a greater awareness. Like yeah. this is your home. It is where that's we've true. always been told that this kind of thing can't happen here. Right. And that my experience that I just described is very much mine, and I think is is an experience. Uh, informed a lot by the times, mm. and I would I would say that it's an experience probably well, uh, probably much in common with your experience of discrimination against Jews in Tacoma, mm. um, your experience of discrimination, uh, uh, the experience of discrimination of people who graduated from high school after 1990. Yeah, right. If you talk to Steph. He has a very different story, and I can't say his story for him, but right. I can tell you how his story informs mine. 
And he said, uh, my great aunt would say, um, uh, in the early 1950s, the country of Israel was a new country. And it was not entirely politically clear whether it was going to continue to be a politically viable country, whether uh, there would be superpower support for for the Jewish – the idea of a Jewish country. Also, Israel Israel in its founding is a very complicated story that is not purely about Judaism. It's a lot mm-hmm. to do with socialism and Zionism and a bunch of other stuff and not even all the Jews, especially not all the Jews were on the same page about the founding of Israel. But uh, she – there would be a bombing. Uh, in New York or someone would commit some act of terrorism in in, uh, in in a European country or in Israel and she would say, please let it not – when they find out who did it, please let it not be a Jew because they're going to come – that that will be a mark against all of us. Mm. Uh, my great uh, – my grandfather wasn't allowed to join – my grandfather and granduncle were avid tennis players mm. um, and weren't allowed to join the Tacoma Lawn Tennis Club because mm. they were Jews. Uh, my great uh, – my, grandf- my uh, um, grandfather's good friend was not allowed to, to join um, – wanted to go to medical school, but there were Jewish quotas and he wouldn't have, cut, wouldn't have cleared the cut. Mm. These are not unique stories. These are the standard stories uh, and, and the discrimination against Jews is – uh, is is neither you know it's, it, I don't want to like play the like the greater than less than game right this right. is this is just stories that I heard growing up so for a lot of people um, being Jewish anywhere and in this community is one is is a is a has a more profound and more personal impact on uh, on their sense of acceptance within the community that said I I personally have never felt uh, uh, I can't think back to a time when I haven't been, been felt, uh, with the exception of those two times, when I haven't felt uh, pretty comfortable being who I am within our community. So it's a, it's still okay to move to Tacoma if you're Jewish. Yes. It's always been okay. Oh, yeah. And like I'm thinking about something a friend of mine who was raised in New York said when she was talking about like conversations she's been having with her Jewish friends this week. And she said that you know they'll say, we're the canaries in the coal mine. Do you think that's true? Um, like personally, when we're when we're murdering eleven Jews in a temple in Pittsburgh, like is it time to freak the f out? Because <laughs> it kind of—I mean, it was probably the time a long time ago. But this is this is crazy. This is crazy. Um, I, I mean, I I don't think that Jews are the canary in the coal mine necessarily. But violence. I think I think that violence is, and I think that I would not argue too strongly with people who do think that. That's yeah. not. That's not. That doesn't jump up out of my gut. I'm not like, yeah. oh, this is this is that moment. Um, but because you have this history, and these are conversations that, like, I'm th- I'm thinking about the parallels with the black community and like the talk yeah. that parents have with their children about the police. Yeah. Right. And and I imagine like there were different conversations that your family uh, was having than than my Roman Catholic family was having. Right. Like about these kinds of things, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I, your, and your you're, so like your are, awareness is going to be different. I, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm, I don't No, Uh, your, your question about, is it time to, to freak the F out is, uh, is a good one. Um, <laughs> just because I, it didn't, doesn't jump right to the front of my mind. doesn't mean it's not the case. Yeah. And yeah, this is not normal. This is not normal. If, if I'm going to quote something, uh, the, um, there was a uh, uh, 
community meeting, the word vigil has been used, but it wasn't a vigil. There was a, a community gathering of solidarity and support on Sunday night at Temple Bethel attended by many Jews in the community and by a lot of other people in the community, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of other faith leaders and a lot of other members of a lot of other communities. Um, and it was a really strong showing of support. It made me feel good about our community. Um, and uh, in that meeting, Rabbi Cadden said, this is not normal. Okay. And I've been hanging on that. I've been hanging yeah. on saying this isn't normal and we can't normalize this. Yeah. And uh, and it makes me think back to how I normalized uh, the um, the events in Charlottesville or how I normalized the events in um, – uh, Charleston, right. uh, or or any of the other uh, um, significant acts of of violence perpetrated against people on the basis of discrimination, race, mm-hmm. uh, ethnic origin, or religion, and 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 it's just so you know. Anyway, there's a lot of platitudes here. It's so tempting to to let it all go, but this is um, you know if you want to support your Jewish your Jewish community. Uh, Support all of us by don't do not let this be normal. This is not normal, and it is not normal what our public discourse looks like and how our public discourse feeds into this. I mean, I don't want to get all political on you, right? But but this is not normal, and we, you know, we we owe it to to ourselves, to our community, to to our our beliefs, uh, whatever they might be. To, to not normalize violence and hate and the linking of violence and hate is a dangerous mixture. Uh, it, it has played out against the Jews with the capital T and the capital J a lot um, as it has played out against a wide variety of other folks who are different and who live within communities. And when you think about what people who look different from you in the expression of their ethnicity or their faith look like, think about how uh, – how that plays into the ideas of violence and hate, mm-hmm. and um, and I think that that would be, it's not normal. Don't let it be normal. If you want to, you want to support your your uh, your local Jewish community and your, all your local uh, um, religious faith communities. It's not normal. So this is what I'm taking away from our brief conversation about being Jewish in Tacoma, and being an ally to the Jewish community in Tacoma. Can you be an ally of the Jews? I've never heard this expression before. I mean, I, I want to think that's in, like implied. Yeah. I, but that's not very fair, too. I mean, maybe you need to be a little. In, I'm saying you. I do that in therapy, too. Maybe I need to be a little intentional. So I need to learn more. Obviously, I need to learn a lot. And I need to do some work about how I feel about people who aren't the religions around me that I grew up with. Right. So interviewing or finding the opportunity to talk yeah. to people who are faith leaders in the Jewish community and probably in the Muslim community as well. Yeah. And then, as you were saying, like finding ways to interrupt hate and violence in the rhetoric in my community. Because, I mean, let's face it, everybody knows somebody, you know, and they might not be running around like spray painting swastikas on temples, but they might be saying shit at Thanksgiving. Like they might be, you know, these are people we know. We all know people who say and do things and like our opportunities to interrupt that. And what was the last thing you said? Violence and not normal. This hate. is not normal. This is not normal. And to just what? What do you? I mean, but what do you? When you say that, um, if we're going to turn that into an action step, this is not normal. Do you just say it, or do you do something? Both. 
I um I don't I don't know. I, I don't know. I need a five point plan, Saul. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I only got one for you, and I think that uh, and it's one that I I feel like I am learning a lot as mm-hmm. I uh, grapple with with some of these these questions and these issues. Um, there's not uh, there is a I I feel very strongly a strong emotional and 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 sort of gut right there in your in your belly that this is this isn't normal and and I, and I don't I don't like it. But I, I don't necessarily know what to do with that. And that doesn't right. mean I'm not going to know what to do with that forever. Right. And it doesn't mean that that opportunity to to take action won't won't rise. But for the moment, um, I, I, I feel st- all of the things that you said are true. I agree with all of them. Um, and also, I think that it, 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 when it comes to holding the space for it, I would hold the space to believe that this is uh, – to believe yeah. uh, that this is that this is not normal and um, – and to to see where that where that gets us, um, if if that moves us in the in a in a direction where we feel empowered to take action when we see things that that are not okay that are yeah. not normal. Well, and like you were saying in the last episode about technology, about Tacoma being a place where anybody can show up and anybody can participate and anybody can access, like that same attribute could be a real strength in connecting and having conversations, sometimes weird, uncomfortable conversations like the one you and I are having right now. <laughs> like, you know, like these are the things like feeling connected and feeling trust like is the thing that's going to prevent terrible things, hopefully. And that's even more possible in a place like Tacoma. I hope so. Is that too shiny? Is that true? <laughs> let's hope so. Yeah, let's hope so. I, I uh, um, I have I I I believe that. Me too. Thank you, Saul. Thanks for having this conversation. You're very welcome. Thanks for asking the questions. Want to learn more about life in Tacoma? Visit MoveToTacoma.com. I I hope. God, I just hope I didn't. Like send all your anybody. Jewish uncles are gonna be calling you, being like, "Why did you, you know, say this? Why are you such a jerk? <laughs> what did you? Uh, you can't call the Chabad Hasidic. They're not. They're not Hasidic. The Hasids <laughs> live in Brooklyn, and you can't." Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. This is Channel 253.